daddy left to fight the big war Saw my first pistol in the general store The general store When I was 13 Thought it was the finest thing I ever had seen Asked if I could have one someday when I grew up Mama dropped a dozen eggs She really blew up She really blew up And I didn't understand Mama said the pistol is the devil's right hand The devil's right hand The devil's right hand Mama said the pistol is the devil's right hand Pistol was a cap and ball coat Shoes like lightning But it loads a mad slow Loads a mad slow And I soon found out To get you into trouble But it can't get you out So then I went and bought myself a coat 45 All a piece make a But I never knew why I never knew why I didn't understand Mama said the pistol Is the devil's right Devil's right hand, the devil's right hand. Welcome. How y'all doing? Y'all having a good evening. Welcome to the final hour. It's Travis. So, anyways, it's a good song. I was enjoying it. Highwayman. Uh, yeah, reach out. Final hour host or FH host at protonmail.com. If you got anything for me, if you want me to check out, um, and finalhourchat.chatango.com, C-H-A-T-A-N-G-O.com, finalhourchat.chatango.com. It's getting more active. Got some feedback in there. Uh, a lot of people liked having um, Mitch on last uh, episode, and I enjoyed it. I have a long way to topic I've been wanting to cover, and... Uh, it's unfortunate that we're in this situation and we have to talk about it, but I feel that uh, it's probably some of the most pertinent information we could discuss. Um, you know, I had a lot of thoughts and some takeaways from the conversation with Mitchell, and you know, one of the people, one of the things that came to my mind is uh, people are pretty un- unpredictable, and I just had some interactions with some people and some conversations and. You know, you might hear some good stuff, and then other times you kind of go, where's this guy coming from, you know? Um, I don't know. We'll probably get more into that a little later, maybe. But uh, I I do think it's going to be possibly some trying times. Um, And you'll see evidence of that, why I think that's going to be trying here for us soon. Uh, But, you know, if you could start with the basics and the fundamentals of your prepping in case you know you want to have a little bit to fall back on if things get bad you know start with the basics and fundamentals what do you need to survive you know some of the basic things like uh, cold weather gear you know water procurement water storage uh, backpacks um, good good you know socks and gloves and shovels and you know vehicle whatever uh, just you know start with the fundamentals and then build up from there and, uh, you know, then think about, you know, if you're in a financial situation where you can buy a lot of extras, things that might be of value down the road when things might be a little harder to get for us all, um, you know, everyday items, um, that are cheap right now, you can, you can get, that'll be worth, you know, a handful of bullets or whatever, in the future. So, uh, salt is one of those things. We all need salt in our diet and it's pretty important for a lot of different reasons. So salt's pretty cheap, something you can stock up on and have a, you know, hundred pounds of salt or whatever, but it is bulky and, you know, you need to keep it dry. So it's something to think about, but just, uh, you know, just from the conversation with Mitchell, I definitely plan on having him on again when he wants to come on and he's got a good background that uh just important to have these conversations so yeah i didn't have a lot to bring up besides um you know this this fire in texas i think it's a pretty pretty serious thing uh because i think they they were specifically targeting the cattle ranching area 
and that was a heavy cattle area. I posted a link in the chat. Uh, I've got a couple audio clips. And, uh, you know, bumbling Biden uh, basically came out and said something along the lines of, you know, well, all these structures burn, but then there was these certain ones with the these certain roofs that didn't burn or something along the lines. We'll play it. I mean, I hate to even play this Yahoo for y'all, but uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and play it, Mike, if you got it ready. Because a lot, if you fly over these areas that are burned to the ground, you'll see in the midst of 20 homes that are just totally destroyed, one home sitting there because they had the right roof on it. And anyway, since I took office, FEMA's provided Texas alone because a lot of... That, that's the end of it. It was a short, uh, <clears throat> short, um, short little clip. I mean, this bumbling fool, you know, I mean, the thing is, you know, they're mocking us, you know, they're just laughing at us, you know, they're, in my opinion, you know, this is all a game. This is a game to these people. And so that's why I kind of wanted to maybe do a little more focusing on the preparations and thoughts out there for people to, uh, cause you know, at this point, I don't see any changing of this. You know, I don't see, I don't even see lukewarm patriots or even like patriots that are red-blooded patriots really have a clue what's going on. You know, they're still talking about, like like William in his show previously was saying, they're still talking about China and communism and, you know, Iran. And I'm just so over it. And I'm just so over this pre-programmed responses that uh, people give to when you throw out some sort of alternative uh, information, like, hey, there might be a deeper aspect to the story, whatever the case is, whatever topic you can pick your uh, topic. And people just dismiss you. You know, they just, they, they don't, don't take the time to look anything up. They don't act interested. And it's just, it's, it's just almost sickening. And so I just don't see really much that's going to, going to change in this country unless something um you know major comes about where people do figure out that something like like tactical civics would work i don't see it happening personally but you know they want to come on and talk about it you know i'm more than happy to hear their ideas and you know again i don't I, if, if we're not dealing with the heart of the snake then it, this this is never going to get dealt with and you know the feudal the feudal contract system we're in is one one aspect of it and of course, the uh, you know Jewish uh, overlords is the other aspect of it. You know they control every aspect of our lives, basically, and people are so afraid to talk about it and in e- other topics too. But you know, if you say the wrong thing, you to bring up the wrong uh, storyline, and they lose it. They lose it because they just can't comprehend that their version of reality. It's not correct, and they'd have to go back and rethink and relearn stuff, and they just don't want to do it. They're freaking lazy, in my opinion, a lot of them. Or they're busy. They're busy with life, you know. Got admit, just got us bogged down. You know, we got to chase the dollar. We got to have a house over our heads. You know, we don't want to end up on the streets. Got to put the kids through school. I get it, you know. I mean, I get the rat race we're in, but at the same time, we all have certain hours and we, we should be able to make time for, for, you know, growing ourselves and learning and, and questioning things and, and trying to figure out like, how can we better ourselves? How can we better our little, our little neighborhood? Um, you know, or <laughs> how can we move off grid and be completely away from it all? That would be ideal in my mind, but I don't have the ways and means to do it right now. Maybe some of you do. I've heard a lot of people talk about, Getting the heck out of here. I've heard a lot of people talking about uh, bailing Costa Rica or wherever. Um, I don't blame them. I don't blame them at this point. I mean, this country, this government, I should say, has has basically screwed us time and again. They've lied to us every step of the way. They've never treated us decent. Never treated us fair. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. What's there to fight for? I mean, an idea and a belief, a belief, well, <laughs> we're so far removed from whatever that was. And, you know, most people don't have a clue and, you know, they can't even name, um, you know, a, a state capital of where they live and the state they live. I mean, you know, you're dealing with people that it seems like have 
uh, operate at like a fourth, fifth grade level. You know, and some, and, you know, sometimes I'm just saying I'm in the average. Not talking about my listeners here. Not talking about everyone, but anyways, it's just frustrating to see. And just recently, I had you know interactions. People just got get triggered with you when you try to explain something that goes against the narrative of what they grew up and thought they they learned, and they really never really even learned it anyways. That's that's the troubling thing. So the 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 mind control, the brainwashing goes so freaking deep that people are just defending these ghosts, these phantoms of what they think they know, and and it's it's really interesting. It's really interesting. So I, I mean, there's a lot of people waking up. It's a good thing in a way that COVID happened because a lot of people are starting to really see what's at stake and I guess figure it out. But at the same time, it's not a good thing because obviously these people are coming after us. I mean, it's obvious that they're coming after us. And uh, if if it's not obvious, I mean, we, uh, Jeff, one of the previous podcasts, we uh, what 138 um, food processing plants have burned in the last year or two years, or I think it was the last year. It was it was a big number, and of course, many of them happening in middle of the night. You know, nobody's there, no footage. Of course, you know, so it's just all suspicious, you know. So again, they're they're targeting us. So again, that's that's why it's just like, well, I guess we just prepare best we can so anyways yeah i didn't have a lot prepared for you tonight i do have one one quick clip um and we got ken in texas we'll we'll just open up the lines early tonight and call in and give us our ideas but if you got that other clip let's play that other clip from uh, a rancher in texas and what he thinks is going on with at least the cattle market and by now you guys have heard about the fires going on in texas over half a million acres have burned so far but what a tragedy and, and uh, misfortune for the families that are ranching there. A lot of people don't, all, don't understand that that's one more hit to our nation's food supply chain. We are already in a very vulnerable position. And the lowest cattle numbers we've seen since 1950 uh, were down like a billion pounds in beef in the country which means they're going to have to import more, which doesn't help the local producers, which continues to weaken our food supply chain. We're not even into summer yet uh, and dealing with whatever droughts may show up now. So here's what you can do. Find your local farmers and ranchers and have their back. Make sure that they know they're growing their food or raising their food for somebody in America that cares. What we can do is change the way we source our food, leave the existing grocery supply chain where they get the retail dollar and go to our farmers and ranchers, shake their hand and make sure they get the retail dollar. That's how we can secure our food supply chain and also end up making it better for not just the producers, but our families and our environment. If you're not sure how to connect with those farmers and ranchers, we're going to be able to help you at fromthefarm.io. We're onboarding producers now and we go live in a couple of days. All right, there you have it from uh, a rancher. But, uh, you know, anyways, uh, hold on one sec, Ken. I want to address a couple more things. Uh, That part of Texas is home to more than 85% of the state's cattle herd. This comes in the nation's cattle herd has collapsed to a seven-decade low, pushing up retail beef prices at the supermarket to record high levels. Texas A&M Forest Service said the wildfire called Smokehouse Creek Fire has scorched more than 858,000 acres of grassland as of Wednesday. Um, I'm reading from a Zero Hedge article. Uh, wildfires likely killed tens of thousands of livestock and destroyed grain and storage bins. Um, Miller said the wildfire rages in the pan- Panhandle area where 85% of the state's herd is located. Texas is the top cattle producer in the nation. He said cattle and feedlots and dairies are safe. Well, Anyways, you know, these people are definitely targeting our food supply, in my opinion. And it just really irks me that uh, it's so um, just uh, blatant and obvious and nobody says anything. So anyways, let's hear what Ken's got. That's all I had to say 
on that. Hey, ahead, Kim. Yeah, I just uh, wanted to call in early, so I didn't wait till uh, the final hour to call the final hour during the final hour. That's all good. <laughs> <laughs> and start off on a lighter note, um, but yeah, I'm you know here in West Texas, South Panhandle area, and um, we didn't get any of the fires around here. But we got a lot of the effects from the fire. And um, my big concern was before the fire, we had massive, massive, massive chemtrails. I mean, day and night. Um, You know, one morning I went outside early in the morning and we actually had some blue sky, a little bit hazy, but bluer than usual. And I went back inside. I came back out about two hours later, and it was completely grayed over from chemtrailing. And you know, you could still see them flying by, doing their thing. And um, my experience is that immediately after chemtrailing, uh, we get high winds. You know, so they're able to create their artificial high and low pressure systems creating that differential so that the wind, you know, goes, gets sucked into that low pressure area. And then, uh, then the fire broke out. And so you have these uh, incredible winds. I mean, sustained winds of 20, 30 miles an hour and gusting to 60 miles an hour. Um, and then changing directions, um, you know, just in a few hours time, um, because it right. predominant westerly winds, and then the evening of the fire, uh, you know, magically they're coming from the northeast, which, you know, could have been due to the low pressure system changing places, whatever, and all that stuff. Don't really want to get into all that, but right. um, <clears throat> it was uh, it was you know very intense, and everything around here smelled like smoke and. You know, it's um, pretty uh, unusual to have something like that happen. And I can't even imagine all those poor cattle that got caught up in that and got roasted alive. Um, right. And it was right. a terrible way to go. And, uh, yeah. It but, is terrible. Uh, it it, it kind of really irks me that they're, you know, using this fire like this, like, it's not that difficult, you know, if they're if they kind of control the weather to whip up these winds and all it takes is a team of arsonists to start a couple little big lighter fires and that's it. It's gone. Like it's not that difficult to do. So like it doesn't need any fancy dude lasers or anything like that. Like it's all they got to do is change the uh weather patterns to whip up these winds and here you go. And they've proven it time and again. I mean, Hawaii just burned. And I'm trying to remember, have I ever heard of Texas burning up at the end of February? I I don't I don't remember it in my recollection, but well, if anybody can, <laughs> please call in. You live there, Tim, Ken. <laughs> we did have some red flag warnings on the local news media before the fire happened, uh, but we get those constantly all the time now. But you know, I forgot to mention hey, hey. is that sure I, we got a we got a break we got to do. But uh, yes, hang tight, no we can. Let's keep talking about this. We'll be right back, guys. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. 
With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. Charles de Gaulle once said, actually, it's difficult to envision in this regard any other criterion, any other standard than gold. Yes, gold, which does not change in nature, which can be made into either bars, ingots, or coins, which has no nationality, and which is considered in all places and all times the immutable and judiciary value par excellence. So when the question is, why gold? It's simple, my friends. The answer to that question is simply, why not? Like it or not, precious metals will always be the world's reserve currency, even though nations do not define their currency by their worth in, say, gold. Individuals still buy gold and silver to protect themselves from inflation. The more money a nation's central bank pours into the economy, the less value its currency, the dollar it is, which means the price of everything else rises. $21 up for a bag of dog food, seeing that the dollar is cheap. That's why the cost of everything goes up. It's because the buying power, the value of the dollar is tanked. It's worth nothing. And yet gold that your family would have owned in 1907 will buy at least the same amount of goods, if not far more. William McPhee once stated, it's extraordinary how many emotional storms one may weather in safety if one is ballasted with ever so little gold. The truth about money, gold versus cash in a crisis. Gold, a valuable thing to store. The power of gold in times of crisis. Historical sketch of paper currency. Oh, and beware the Ides of Rare Coin Dealers and Alan Greenspan's speech on gold and economic freedom. How interesting. I'm going to give you gold and silver in five easy lessons. Seeking out the most efficient and most secure route to owning gold and converting it into widely accepted currency is the next best thing to enjoying gold-backed currency, my friends. In a world of central bankers hell-bent on devaluing our savings, you need to own private gold standard. Contact me, Jeffrey Bennett at Kettle Moraine Limited, by calling our phone number at 602-799-8214. That's 602-799-8214. Can in Texas, and we got Max in New York. Let's uh, let's go ahead and invite Max from New York on. And uh, I just wanted to uh, say this one thing. I just thought of this. You know, we'll probably be able to figure out exactly how many cattle were killed in this fire, whereas we'll never be able to figure out how many children were killed in the uh, Maui fire. You know, or or even people. You know, <laughs> a real number. <laughs> well, you know, I. I was going to comment on something along those lines. It's interesting you said that because uh, the thought occurred to me because uh, I've seen a lot of cattle trucks moving. I mean, they they move 24-7. And so it made me wonder is if the fire isn't cover for them taking all the beef and selling it to China or someplace, just like the children that disappeared during the Lahaina cost. Yeah. Who knows, man? That's anything's possible. That's a great point, Ken. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them <laughs> at this point. <laughs> you know, those things just disappeared in the underground bunkers or something. Max, yeah. New York. What's, uh, you hey, guys, how, how are you guys doing? doing? Good, buddy. Up, you got any thoughts on this? Yeah, I, I've been kind of auditing and tracking all these fires that seem to be going up for the last few years. And uh, you notice how we had the NATO, Ukraine, Russia thing going, everyone's focusing on the Then you had the Lahaina thing, and then, oh, there we go, right to Israel. Now, like, whoa, 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 let's back up the Lahaina here because they're not letting people in to see the ashes of their children on the ground. 
You know, they, they use some kind of technology. I, you know, not to disagree, but they're not. This isn't just a big lighter. I've mm-hmm. lived by fire my whole life. Every night I have to build a fire or I'll freeze to death in New York. So I'm sitting right. here making fires. You got to have the kindling. Sometimes I cheat and throw some oil on there to get it going when it's really cold. They they're using a technology far different than a bic lighter. <laughs> yeah, you know, if they have I mean, some. I, go ahead. Yeah, I do agree, and uh, I also um, there's a guy out there. I don't know if you guys uh, want to write this name down, but his name is Jeff Snyder too. Jeff Snyder too, and he talks about um, how like these things might be like some sort of different fire where it's an electric electrical discharge of of the earth actually, and he's calling it plasma fire, whatever. But it actually burns trees from the inside out, and he's shown evidence of this. It burns trees from the roots up up to the leaves, basically, and the leaves, the branches are hanging there with the leaves on it. You know, they're dried out and stuff, but. It's pretty bizarre how some of these things are breaking out. And, of course, these cars, you got to admit, like, cars don't really readily catch on fire like they're, they're, they're showing, like, these new fires, you know? Right. Anyways, go ahead, guys. So I was thinking that with Lahaina, the word, it's very similar to how those, they say, how the, how the buildings collapse, but they didn't really collapse. It just molecularly disassociated and all the talcum powder went poof. There was right. no explosions because the, the Lamont Doherty, which is 10 miles away and measures all the seismic activity around the world, didn't measure any seismic activity other than the initial attack, which I think was uh, missiles. But the way those buildings went poof, was like, oh my god! I mean, there was no seismic activity of girders coming down, right? And you're talking serious tonnage. There should have been a pile. There wasn't. Didn't go into the hole because uh, the mall underneath uh, the World Trade Centers were pretty much intact. Like you could still walk into the stores. I mean, a couple uh, ceiling tiles may have been dangling down, but they weren't crushed. You know, so those the towers just turned to nanoparticulate just standing there with some far different technology, uh, molecular disassociation. So I don't know. They figured that out, and uh, they're using. They must have an array of all kinds of laser beams, colors that can do different things, like maybe putting voices in your heads to like. Completely, you know, frying a building to, you know, talcum powder. You know, there's a lot of technology going on that people aren't understanding. You know, the the World Trade Center has fell in a a, a, a controlled demolition. I'm like, no, because there would have been wreckage. That's why Dr. Judy Wood goes, it's it's a great question, where did the towers go? It was like almost a hologram there for the, the duration that these... These buildings existed, and uh, I think hard, that, that building was hardly uh, occupied. I mean, they may have had a couple stores or some offices, but it wasn't as packed as people think it was. There definitely wasn't 3,000 people killed. Uh, Simon Shack counted uh, 250 people were, were killed. Right. Hey, guys, hang tight, and then we got uh, another guest, and we'll uh, be right back. Guess hang tight. Just keep looking for freebies, thumbing their noses. As those in need of handouts, talking panhandlers with second hand clothes, living hand to mouth. Camping out on Capitol Hill. The fat cats are still insisting reparations be a jagged little pill. Today, there's free vaccinations at the walk in clinic. If you're lucky, you won't. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Attention freedom-loving patriots. 
Are you ready to dive deep into the principles that founded our great nation? Join me, Peter Serafine, and the Institute on the Constitution as we light the way to a brighter future with the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. At liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom, you'll find a treasure trove of online courses on the U.S. Constitution, carefully crafted to empower you with knowledge to defend your rights and liberty, whether you're a student, a history enthusiast, or just a concerned citizen. These courses are for you. Gain a comprehensive understanding of our Constitution's principles, the wisdom of our founding fathers, and how to apply them in today's world. As a special offer to our freedom-loving listeners of Republic Broadcasting Network, use coupon code RBN at checkout and get 20% discount on any course. Join the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom and be a part of the movement to uphold the values that have made our nation exceptional. Unleash the power of knowledge and protect what truly matters, our Constitution. Visit liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom today. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Use code RBN for 20% off. Together, we'll be the beacon of freedom our founding generation envisioned. Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. Illuminating minds, empowering patriots. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. I've seen a monkey evolve into a man. I've seen a man evolve into a monkey. I've seen a junkie redeem himself with help. I've seen a wealthy man melt into the snow and blow his credit on a decongestant. The dyslexics breathe easy. People in the top tax bracket just keep looking for freebies, thumbing their noses at those in need of handouts. Talking panhandlers with secondhand clothes, living hand to mouth. Camping out on Capitol Hill, the fat cats are still insisting reparations be a jagged little pill. Today there's free vaccinations at the walk-in clinic. If you're lucky, you won't just be a guinea pig. Call me a cynic. I find it interesting how certain uh, epidemic spread. Back. Got a nice little uh, round table here. We got Mike in Kentucky, and I just wanted to add in uh, to what Max you're saying. Yeah, man, there's there's a good chance they've been using advanced technologies on us and playing with their little toys for a long time, and we could speculate on what they have and that had, but you know, regardless, they brought those things down. You know, did the Patriot Act? You know, here we are. You know. <laughs> you know, we still got no truth about what happened. Obviously, um, you know they they did they did vaporize them somehow. I agree with you. Like somehow they they disposed of those how. things. <laughs> and my, you know, Mike Mike here in Kentucky, he, he can verify that they've been spying on us since uh, like you know f- forever. Basically, they've been spying on us forever. So <laughs> they've well, been playing with the their toys for a while. Cool. That's ahead, what Mike. the smart meter's for. Right. They spy yeah, on every uh, digital thing you have. Well, there's smart meters, so uh, per se, whatever you want to call them. I ran into a guy who had one on his, uh, well, it was a farm, but I mean, it was big enough you could have called it a ranch. But 
his his farm was uh, halfway between two county seats, and it was on something called Clark Rural Electric. And he was kind of he's one of these guys that kind of makes friends with everybody, and he was trying to put in a development uh, subdivision on his on his farm. And so the elect the electrician guy that or the guy for Clark Rural Electric showed him how the the meters work. And uh, inside the substation that was probably four or five miles away, there was a computer. And that computer, they never had to go out. His meter was way out by his barn, and and they never had to drive out there and look at it because it had telemetry going back across the lines way back then. And uh, so that was kind of, I guess, an early smart meter before all the Internet of Things that can interface with that. You know, your whatever smart refrigerator and all that. There was a movie called The Sixth Day with Arnold Schwarzenegger, if you remember him, in the movie The Sixth Day where he was a helicopter pilot and they scanned his eyeballs and cloned him. And uh, they had self-driving trucks and he's getting his girl some milk uh, for her cereal in the morning and closes the refrigerator because it goes, you're out of milk. So it's almost like a product placement. The refrigerator's talking to him. He reaches around and programs uh, the screen on the front of the dang refrigerator in 1998 and says, you've ordered milk, and uh, puts the nearly empty milk carton back in the, the shelf on the door. So, I mean, this they've debuted or whatever you'd say, showcased these technologies for a long time. And you remember um, Carl Reiner, the... Uh, I think he was a director, and I think he also was Mary Tyler Moore Show. I don't remember who all. He he was involved in entertainment for decades. Before he died a few years back, it's probably been eight or nine years ago, everybody kept wondering why he kept tweeting about how great the acting was that Sandra Bullock did in the movie The Net. And when I heard that, I was like, people, he's wanting you to watch what's going on. Sandra Bullock in The Net. I think some people said well, that's that's a parody of the Promise software. This guy sends her a disc, and she's a, a, a rare bird among the hackers. She's a you know a good-looking woman who's a hacker, basically a computer programmer. And this guy sends her a disc, and and she gets on the phone with him, and uh, everybody starts dying around her, and they totally digitally destroy her life as she goes on vacation, comes back, somebody else is living in her house. Nobody knows who she is. Her name's changed. She's on a wanted list. You know, so it, digitally they totally wrecked her life, all because she clicked on a little pie symbol on a screen and it opened up all these top secret uh, access to files and computers <laughs> all across. Right. The, yeah, so it was some kind of software. This guy said, "There's some really serious weird stuff here. Click on that little pie thing." And you know, they didn't really intimate or uh, what would you say. Uh, let on like they were monitoring her phone com- conversations. But have, have you ever seen the Promise software run? No, I haven't. I've just there's a lot of this stuff I don't even really look into because it's really hard to prove. You know that sort of thing. I saw but, uh, a screenshot of it once, and it's a it's a visual. Um, What's the right wording for it? Uh, observation software, so you can show the connections between people visually. I mean, it's just like uh, you know, instead of looking through lots and lots of charts. Um, quite fascinating. That whole what was that guy's name? Michael Rickanusco or whatever his name was, and BCCI and Promise software yeah, all tied together. Well, it just sounds mm-hmm. like the. Uh the uh, global crossing of BCCI scandal was a financial uh, scandal there before the dot bombs, I think, and during the Clinton administration. But uh, the uh, X key score file, as depicted in the movie Snowden, shows how they graph these with larger and smaller circles based on a target's interaction with people out to two or three rings. And you can follow along their mutual connections and click on them and see their you know, what they're talking about. It's a, a graphing technique that allows you to sort, sift through uh, data uh, between individuals or targets, you know. That's uh, that's what's kind 
kind of right. sounds like a different different version of the same thing. And they've probably changed all these code words, the names for all right. these secret programs, because of Snowden's leaks. But I've heard we've only seen not even 10% of what Snowden actually stole or whatever absconded with. But uh, these fires, you know, I did some searching here about this because I knew this sort of thing was going to be talked about as directed energy weapons and stuff. I don't think they had directed energy weapons back in the 30s or the 60s. You know, they might have had some basic stuff. But uh, there's several black days or they had different nicknames for it where it happened in the 30s and the 60s and involving something like 150,000, uh, I think it was 150,000 square miles or 200,000 square miles. I know, I've, I'm old enough, I've been able to talk to some old folks that was born in the 60s, and there were several major weather records that were set in like 1936, the like hottest day and coldest day in the same year mm-hmm. all across yeah. the country. But you have so, to factor in the the Tesla factor. Tesla died in forty three. Yeah, he was. I don't think he was involved in any of this. Uh, but the the what you call it the the solar cycles every eleven and twenty two years there is more cloud to ground lightning that causes fires in the middle of nowhere Siberia or Canada that can't be blamed on arson because. The cosmic rays cause ionic pathways down into and through the Earth that make for ground to cloud to ground lightning pathways of least resistance. And so, you see these pictures uh, going way back to the prairies where some uh, blue sky lightning comes down, you know, ten miles off to the side of a thunderhead. It'll come out and over and down into the grass and start a dang fire. So um, there's uh, a layer of ash down in the, the uh, soil that uh, scientists debate uh, how long ago it was, you know, how many thousands or whatever, millions of years ago. I don't know about that, but that's uh, all around the planet. And they think there was some, there's even micro diamonds in it. You know, little tiny, uh, what do they call them, zircons? They're just three or four microns across. And right. those, uh, they're all around the planet in a, in a consistent layer. And so it looks like there was some sort of a cosmic ray event, like a nearby supernova or whatever, and it almost set the planet on fire because it created right. pathways for cloud-to-ground lightning. And, of course, the evolutionary... Uh, People are saying, yeah, that's why the monkeys had to walk, that all the trees burned. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Right. <laughs> you know, there's, there's evidence that, yeah, nature, Mother Nature can be pretty dang, if you want to personify it and say Mother Nature. Uh, well, i, I got to say, there's been, a, there's been some pretty significant planetary changes, in my opinion. There's like, there's been a lot more geologic activity, a lot of volcanism. In certain areas, like, it's been getting a little bit more active, and it kind of makes me wonder what the real situation is in the cosmic sense. Like, are they hiding the fact that... Go ahead. I was going to say, they wouldn't tell us if they had uh, evidence that, you know, they know, supposedly, that these uh, little uh, magneto stars or magnetars, however you want to... I've heard it pronounced both ways... There's brown dwarfs and red dwarfs, and they can be a high, for a short time, maybe about 10,000 years or less, they think, based on, you know, their telescope observations. They turned out to be a lot more common, and it looks like the solar system descended into the Milky Way as part of the Sagittarius mini-galaxy in, in recent times. So that put us in a much more noisy environment as far as cosmic rays and stuff. And so every 11 years, you get more earthquakes and volcanoes just because of the magnetic uh, shift in the in the solar cycle. Anybody can see this. You can, you know, flat earth or not, you can get a telescope or a spotting scope if you're into rifles. Point that spotting scope at the sky. Don't look through it, obviously. But you can take a paper plate and project and watch those sunspots progress across the face of the sun from uh, over the course of a week. And you'll see them go 
around the front and go back around the other side, and then they'll come back around. Some of them last two or three rotations, and they're in two major bands until the poles start to flip. When they flip, then they get up right in the middle for a while, and there's, you know, basically three bands of them, but the band in the middle right now is non-existent. And so whenever you have a lot of those, you know, coronal mass ejections and X flares and you get cosmic rays from the sun. I never thought about cosmic rays from the sun, but that's where they come from, from the sky, too. And uh, if you see any of these spectrum analysis or charts that show, you know, like a 24 hours in uh, in radio, a day in radio uh, emissions, everything that man emits is, like, ridiculously small compared to what comes out of the sun and Jupiter. And that stuff kills pathogens. It kills anything and everything floating in the air. It denatures viruses. It kills any type of mycoplasmid, or uh, it even kills stuff in insects. You know, insects are fairly, you can hold an insect up to a bright flashlight and see through it. So this is, I think the whole idea that ticks are where the Lyme disease is coming from is some kind of myth. Because the amount of radiation that we get from the cosmos or the universe or Jupiter and the sun and all the rest of it would kill huge amounts of stuff. So they're they're scaring people to death with this idea. And, and Fauci just recently admitted, oh, well, yeah, the six-foot spacing thing just sort of happened. There's no science behind it. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Fauci. <laughs> what about the, uh, the chemtrails preventing those things from happening? Uh, the, uh, what I think's going on with the chemtrails and, and yeah, there's chemistry to burning, uh, jet fuel. It's going to make different chemicals. There's no such thing as pure kerosene, you know, JP8. They always put catalysts in there and you're not going to, uh, stop effectively. If you can put something, some kind of aluminum oxides or metal that is optimized to burn through a jet turbine, high bypass turbine, they're they're gonna they're gonna use it. Seven to nine percent fuel efficiency if you put that in there. They're not gonna care too much if they're making their air crews sick, their pilots sick after a while. I, what I've noticed here in Kentucky is a major east west corridor, they don't fly through their own uh their own um, jet trails. They try to fly upwind from them, like the next path for the their computer-controlled navigation right. now. So that's why you get these regular, regular paths. And they try to fly, uh, you know, whatever, a 1,000 feet or so away from the, the one that just went through. And I think they know they're smart enough. These pilots are smart enough to know that because they discovered when they take a vacation from work, they feel better. Uh, there's an air pump on every one of those turbines that pumps air into the into the cabin. That's how they maintain the pressure up at 35,000 feet is there's an air pump. Well, that air is not going to be super, super filtered. It's going to bring in all those exhaust gases from the jet turbines. But the uh, first time I saw a report on that was in 1980. Uh, um I'm trying to remember the reporter's name. It's on NBC News. Just look it up. 1980 jet trails affect the weather. And uh, Roger O'Neill was the reporter. And they sold it. They said, jet trails are making the winter better for city dwellers because it's warmer in the winter. And then uh, farmers benefit, too, because it means the crops are not uh, suffering from as much heat in the middle of the summer. <laughs> and, and then Roger O'Neill says, no one is trying to make clouds with jet trails. And I'm like, how the hell do you know? I mean, <laughs> William Benny admitted after 30-some years at the NSA, he couldn't possibly know everything that was going on there. So how does Roger right. O'Neill, a reporter in 1980, know that nobody's making tra- clouds with jet trails? Now, one last thing on this thing always notice if there's a ring around the moon if there's a ring around the moon since i've been a little boy and my mom was born in the 40s she was taught this by her adults there's a ring around the moon it's going to rain in two days right same thing with these jet trails there's humidity changes a lot when you're under a really 
blue sky dome of high pressure for a couple of days, you'll notice you don't see any jet trails. Or what you do see goes away until right before sunset when it starts cooling off, and you'll see some of those jet trails as the sun bounces off up. Bounces off them, but you can predict the weather by these jet trails. So you got guilt by association. Are they intensifying these frontal boundaries, or is it just part of the weather in the stratosphere? Because the more humidity you have up there, the just like ice cubes in your freezer, uh, they'll evaporate. Have you ever noticed that the ice cubes get corners on them? Ice. Right. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's reasons for this. Uh, All right. Whether they're well, taking hang- advantage of it, I don't know. Right. All right, guys. Well, hang tight. We'll be all back in a minute. Got a break real quick. Be right back. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in trying so many different coffees that were so good. And uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty arco super tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. Drinksupertea.com. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop-and-lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop-and-lift? Our Ease-Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the Ease-Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Well, it's a $275 charge. And it just says Iraq War. Yes, ma'am, that is correct. The Iraq War cost the average American family over $16,000 since the war started. Are you kidding? Well, I never signed up for that. I'm sorry, ma'am. You don't sign up for the Iraq War charge. Tell me, have you enjoyed your war so far? It's a standard charge for all Americans. Have you gotten a picture of who they are? Well, that doesn't make any sense. charge <laughs> welcome back guys we got uh max and ken and mike in kentucky max what's your thought on all these chemtrails i just want to say that uh you know a couple days before these fires broke out i saw in the southwest they just 
blast of the skies uh, over the course of two days. Like it was just gnarly, and then then they were done. So I don't know what you're seeing in New York, Max. You see the same well, same same kind of patterns. Yeah, they got they got them here too, but I seem to have more questions than answers. And right. the first time I started hearing about these these uh, chemtrails was I was listening to Bill Cooper like all the time back in the early mid nineties, all the way up till to when they murdered him. And uh, he wasn't really into it; he just said it was water vapor. But some other guy said, "Well, it's JP eight, and in the JP eight you have." what's called ethylene dibromide, which by itself is not good for you. It causes cancer, and it causes male sterility, so you figure it probably causes everything else. And that has a combustion value of zero. So now you have this ethylene dibromide, and what they, what they say it's used for is the antifreeze because the lines get very cold uh, high up, and... and uh, so they put this ethylene dibromide into the fuel so it doesn't freeze. Well, I think that could be the puffy contrails. The ethylene dibromide is steaming up or whatever it does when it comes out. I'm not a, I'm not a chemical engineer. But one of my questions is, you know, who's flying this? Who's flying these planes? Two, what's the payload? Yeah. Yeah, we're so used to looking at, oh, look at the pretty clouds. But I'm going. Well, what kind of what kind of firebombs? Like, I, we got a future Dresden for America coming, you know. And it, right. there was this thing called the Open Skies Treaty, where they're allowing China and Russia to fly over. So any spying, you know, is moot because you know apparently the Chinese, I guess, probably other foreign nations, are allowed to fly over America. Right. The open skies tree is that's less. I don't know if they still do it, but somebody's up there flying. Somebody's making contrails, and I want to know what kind of payloads in there and who's flying these damn things. Well, I, cannot... I was going to say real, real quick with the Texas fire. You said there were all all these planes doing the contrails. I'm like, well, that's a good way to hide the DEW weapon. Also, you know, right. it could be coming from a satellite. But if you have a DEW weapon that can focus several different infrared uh, laser beams, which would be invisible during the daytime, the only way you'd be able to see an infrared beam is with night vision. They could just go and just keep hitting the array on a certain area as they fly over computer controlled and just ignite the whole area because. All these fires are just going up out of everything. I mean, is it possible they're prepping the soil with some uh, 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 accelerant? Uh, you Russia, know? So, left, Russia officially left the white skies or open skies treaty, by the way. I don't know what date that was, but I read about that. Really? Yeah. Really? Huh. Uh, I'm trying to find out the date. But anyway. Uh, well, hang on. We'll uh, get a quick break. We'll be right back, guys. Hang on. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit RepublicBroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth. 